right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is Middle Children. Wow. I had to keep it I had to keep it low. I had to keep it light. You know what I mean? I was like, let's keep it light. Let's keep it moving. For anyone who's like, the podcast sounds a little different. It's because I have bangs. And yeah. And and also because my voice is a little fucked up. I feel like we're both really different. Does it sound like my voice is fucked up or is that in my head? I didn't. I don't think it really sounds like your voice is messed up. You know, when you're like sick and you can like hear a difference when you're speaking, but then you're like, can everyone hear it or is it just me i think that's when like maybe you've got a lot of phlegm in your ears <laughs> so things are like i oh, mean maybe. i but i feel like i can like feel it in my i feel throat. it it's a little tighter it's tighter she's tighter she is tighter speaking of yeah. tight how thank are you, you feeling with those bangs they look beautiful thank you Stunning. for saying that that it's like um two things first of all um i literally (laughs) sometimes i walk past a mirror and i'm like who's that in my house it doesn't even feel that big but to me my face is i'm like this is huge i literally have had the same hair for like 30 (laughs) 20 years so i just am like literally who is that in the mirror other people might be like it's really not that big a deal to me it's massive and then I think growing up or like at some point in my life, I got this idea of like kind of drilled in my head that like the only people who get bangs are people going through a crisis. And then well, I was I like, I do feel like that's a stereotype, but I am in a way going through like a crisis slash like just a rebirth that I'm like, if it isn't bang time now, when would it be? No, it's definitely an evolution. And then I feel like a lot of people, like it's the first step into um, other changes. Like like people will be like bangs, then all of a sudden they cut it shorter, then all of a sudden it's blonde, then all of a sudden it's, you know, so I feel like it's, yeah, it's once you get past that first, uh, it's too precious. We have to cut, you know? Yes. Yeah, so that's, I'm just like, maybe I'm evolved, maybe I'm different, maybe I'm like, really just the same. (laughs) I don't think you're the same. I don't think I'm the same, I think I'm different, but it is, you know, weird. It's, I, it's, again, I understand that other people are like, it's not that big a deal. It's a really big deal to me. I, it's a really big deal. (laughs) Um... I think it'll feel like less of a big deal as the days pass, obviously. Yes, 100%. I literally can't wait till three weeks from now because I am convinced I never like my hair cut for three weeks. That's like it. And then I'm like, oh. Do you not like it? I've had a few moments where I'm like, what did I do? You know (laughs) what I'm saying? (laughs) I've had a few moments where I've been like, what happened? You know, what, what a choice. Let me show you like, wow. Sorry, my hair is on a ponytail. Um, like a part. Um, it's it's just like it's cute. It's I like cute. it. It's cute. 
It's cute. It's like, I think what I like the most, I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to wear my hair in a ponytail or a bun more because it's adorable like that. It is adorable like that, too. And then you can always have your hair up, which is so much more comfortable. Yeah. So there's that. And then, I mean, right now I feel like when I put my hair down, I feel like I'm, it's like I have a helmet on. I'm like, I'm a helmet head. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. And that's pretty critical. And nobody should say that. And I'm the only person allowed to say that. And And also once, once it goes through like a couple washes and it's like, you know, like whenever you get a fresh haircut, it's like choppy, but I feel like once you give it a couple days, like things kind of settle and it doesn't look as fresh. Yeah, so that's, I mean, it's funny because, like, in my head, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what will people, like, what, wh- when I, if I run into someone, are people going to be like, bangs? Like, am I going to be, I don't know. But also, I'm like, I bet people won't even notice. Like, maybe. I don't know. People will be like, oh, that's different. But sometimes yeah. people just don't notice Same. things. Yeah. What I've learned is that no one cares about us as much <laughs> as we do. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. Like I and I know that even as I talk about my bangs right now, I know that half of the people are like, why? What even is? Why is she? It's it's 100 hairs that were cut a little different. But you know what? How dare you? And it is a new it's just new. It's just like you said, I think it's like the first time that you're redefining your look and not asking other people's permission. But it is frightening. But I am doing it. And here I am sitting with you with bangs. Uh, I remember the first time I I cut my own hair off and I was drunk as hell. The next morning, my roommate was like, hey did you like shave your chest or something? And I was like, what? No, why? And she was like, because there's hair all over the bathroom. And I was like, no, I didn't do. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I also went through phases of bleaching and dyeing my own hair. Yeah. See, and I've never done that. I like have never dyed my hair, which I think will be next for me. There was a part of me that was like, am I going to have like a little bit of blue hair? And if then you went I blonde, said, I would die to see. Blo- no, I did. I said blue, not blonde. But what shade of blue? Because here's the thing. Yeah. Blue screams crisis. Depending on what screams shade of what? blue. That I'm going through a crisis. Absolutely. And uh, that's the thing. I like, I like that blue that almost looks black. It's like a blue black. I think you, you could do like um, maybe some highlights of that. I could do either an undertone blue. Listen, I think a blue like- black on you would look very um, <sighs> I, gothic. Gothic. Listen, I don't know who I am. Okay. I no, don't- because you have like very fair, beautiful oh, skin. Wow. And I feel like you. it would be a little like it's a lot. What it you're would be is- a, too much. I mm-hmm. would. I would think. And I, I think know- the. Every outfit would kind of, it would really change the vibe of you. That's the problem. That's the problem I'm having with like any hair decisions is I'm like, I don't know. Isn't it funny that this is literally my biggest cry? I'm like, I don't know who I am anymore through hair. And what's funny about hair is it's always my biggest security blanket. Like my friends used to make fun of me because I touch my hair all of the time, especially when I'm nervous, like on dates when they're like, which way do you part it? I'm like, oh, I flip and touch my hair constantly. So I went through a phase where I shaved my hair 
like oh. I shaved off my head and I yeah. just and it was this whereas like my hair is so like you can always just adjust it a little yeah and then it's like okay I fixed up something but when the head's yeah. shaved there's nothing you can honey do. that's it yeah that's true so a part of it's that you know I don't know I I, I really don't know but it is me and I, I think that you're gonna grow to love it I think and so. I think that it's the first step of yes. not putting so much thought into things like this I, that could be it I, I think you could be right you know a lot of people have the same hair for their like whole lives right. and then it's why hairdressers always their hair looks like it's fucking destroyed because they like just change Tied it so constantly much. yeah I think it's fun and you can always be like, let's change my hair. It's not like it's a tattoo. It, it'll go back. You can do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So it's, I, I'm cool. I'm different. I'm special. I'm unique. I, I don't conform to society. That's what bangs means to me. And now I can't Amen. stop like noticing girls with bangs. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like the bang club. Like I want to be like, it's like bangs. a sisterhood. It's a sisterhood of the bangs. So, <clears throat> and that's a sisterhood not a lot of people will understand exactly i'm like what are you going through tell me um what's going on in your love life okay so this is another big kind of like bang decision slash decision i deleted all of my dating apps wow why because november december i'm like she dedicating- is going through something let's be clear <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think it's important for you to know (laughs) that you're in a renaissance right now the weather's changing the holidays are coming and it's never a good thing Uh, i or it is a good thing but you know what i mean it it leads to good things but in the moment it it won't feel like a good thing well right so i've been doing i think i told you i've been doing that like online kind of workshop that like works through your um essentially childhood traumas mm-hmm. and your uh self-worth is my focus currently mm-hmm. and so i was doing that and like one of the things that i was talking about was like okay on your list of things that you're looking for for a partner like you should be all of those things and i was like well that's certainly not true um and then it was like and until you are you shouldn't be dating because you're just going to confuse yourself like you should know exactly what you want and then go out and go forth and date and so i said you know what first of all real i think it's real for me i think that i when i think about it it's very rare that I know what I want and then I get it. Like most of the time it's like, I think I know. And then someone's like, do you want pizza? And I'm like, honestly, okay, I could have pizza, but I don't like think about what I want. And then I'm like, I want lasagna. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that I'm like, I feel like I know what I want and that it hurts me because then I think about it. I'm like, (laughs) is that what I want? Maybe that's not what I want. And it's yeah. like, maybe I want lasagna. And then when I get lasagna, I'm like, I just needed pizza. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think that for me, 
if I give myself time to actually think about it, I think I'm pretty good at like knowing what I want. If I think about it, if I start to get distracted with other foods and I'm hungry, I'm like, I guess I'll take that. But I'm like, if I get off the dating apps and really think about it and then come back kind of full and new, it could be great. It could be great for me. I've also haven't taken a break from dating in a really long time. And I'm, I think I, I need to. So, and that's why I got bangs. <laughs> do you know what you want? No, not yet. What do you think that you want? Well, I mean, I think that I want like a really, you know, wonderful, kind, goofy, um, you know, charismatic driven guy who has a beard <laughs> and is around six, two, six, three. That's what I think I want. Um, but I, you know, there's parts on that list. That's like a great communicator. And it's like, I suck at communicating currently, but that's something that it's like, I, I I want to be, I want to embody that when I'm looking for, I couldn't be worse at communicating really. I think, isn't that funny? The thing is, I'm like, I know exactly what I want to say, but I, I I can't ever say it. And why? I don't know. I think it's like fear of yes, like them. And I'm not even talking about in like a romantic sense, but like in work stuff, friendship stuff, like um, instead of saying exactly what I want, I think I like try to make it look more appetizing. Guess what that that makes sense. What? Yeah, it does make sense. It's self-worth. Yes. It's linked to self-worth because it's the kind of the concept or the idea that you're like, I ex- like that bothered me or like, I can't do that. And being like, I know I'm good at my job and I know it's okay to have boundaries. Like I, I know it's okay to be like no to something or uh, on these terms. And sometimes in the back, I'm the same way. So in the back of my head, I'm like, well, if I do that, like I'm going to get in trouble. They're going to, it's like that type of thing where it's like self-worth. Someone with self-worth is like, no, of course I'm going to do that. I'm great at my job. They're like, and this is how I'm going to communicate it. Yeah. I think it's like that fear of, and any, like, I'm like, they're going to yeah, realize that I'm like, yes, a fraud. Kind of, Isn't I guess. That, it's like, I'm like, if I say no syndrome. to do this thing, like, yeah. even if somebody's like, can you come to my party? And I yeah. know I can't go because I have something else. Yeah, it's like hard for me to be like, no, I can't. I have something else. Like, I'll be like, I'll try. uh, I have this other thing, but I'll try to go to both and do this. Like, and I don't know why I do that. Yeah, I I don't. uh, That's what I'm working on. Right. Because like in relationships, I'm (coughs) I'm notorious for somebody being like what's wrong and then i'm like nothing it's fine and like i'm dying on the inside because i just want to tell them literally one thing that i can't do and then it's like it builds up in me and then i blow up and they're like what is happening and it's like i can't communicate i have to learn how to do that you know so that i can like be the example that i want yeah i'll never say what i actually want like i'll i'll I, I don't know. You're even if someone's like, "What do you want to eat?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm fine with anything." I'll never say what, like a thing. 
And it's like, what are we so afraid? Because I, what's funny is I find it so attractive in other people. I'm like, oh, he knows what he wants. Like he asks for it. He like is, I'm always like, he has to be a great communicator. And I'm like, anyone who's a great communicator will be like, what's happening with you though? Like there's the reason I even used to say that is like, cause of anxiety. Like I'm talking about communicating that way, not even like communicating just like what is actually happening on the inside and being like, this is a go. This is a no. Yeah, totally. The thing, the odd thing is that I feel like I'm very decisive when it comes to other things. Like if I'm at work or if I'm writing something or if we're shooting something and it's like, should we do this or this? I'm very, good i think about being like this this right like i'm not one of those people who will look at like hundreds of pictures and be like which one do i post yeah. I'll be like, it's this one and so you trust yourself in that setting it's like when it comes I, I think to emotion comes from like emotionships Sorry. when it comes to like a work setting yeah i think maybe because of just like working and customer service along and stuff it's like when i was managing i'd be like just make a decision if it's wrong deal with it yeah and if it's right it it probably is right so like and that's how i would train managers and like servers and stuff at the restaurant would be like the worst thing you can be is indecisive just make the decision and if it's wrong we'll deal with it and so i think i'm really good about that but then when it comes to things like life choices yeah i just don't want someone to be mad at me for the decision i guess yeah sometimes it's decision fatigue i used to say that like when i left work and it'd be like what kind of pasta i was like i simply can't even pretend that i know or care but it's like that it's so important right it's so important to know what you want and ask for it like it just is so that's what i'm working on like i want to be able to know what i want in every aspect be able to ask for it and have the confidence to be like this is like you're gonna say what you need and then the person's either gonna disappoint you or be able to do it because you've told them what you need yeah or i think the fear comes from disappointing them why would it be disappointing to explain what you need though if they're like want that's what i'm saying is it's it's not but like right in my head it is it's the same reason i'll stay at a job i don't like for years or i'll stay i i've worked every job i ever have for like years until i have a solid whatever i'm never that person to be like okay i'm just gonna quit because i'm unhappy or like friendships with people that i don't yeah that that are toxic even and i'm like why am i doing this like why am i forcing myself to go to drinks with someone who right i know doesn't actually care about me i don't actually care really about them and it's like but I will because it it like feels I don't know it's such an odd thing I get it and I do think it's like confidence and self-worth right that I'm like it's like the idea because I'm the same thing I mean the relationship I had last year like it ended literally it was going horribly but I was like I'm on this bandwagon until she burns and she did but like if I were where I am now, I would have like the first thing called it out. And then based on how he changed because of that, which probably would have been none, then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to remove myself. I deserve better. And I know there's better out there. 
But yeah. like back then I was like, oh, he's like the only per- person I know around here. He's the only good thing happening. Like uh, maybe I'll just stick with it. Like I came up with all these excuses because I was like, I just really yeah. want, want this, this to, to work. Yeah. But like, I think that's the beauty of also being like, you know, there's been, I've been doing this thing now where I'm like, I'm pretty much like having a lot of nights to myself during the week where I'm like, I'm oh, going to like date myself. Like I'm taking a bath. I'm listening to podcasts. Like I'm watching TV, but like I'm just with myself and I'm cooking and I'm like, and this is like great. Like I want to love being with myself so much that, you know, when there's somebody else or, or friends or whatever, I'm like, great. Cause then it's like, I know it's someone who's just as good to hang out with as I am. And I think that that's kind of where I've been for like years now. Oh, wow. Mazel. Because I haven't, I mean, I haven't dated in literally years. Like I haven't mm-hmm. so much as kissed someone in literally probably like four years. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, and now I feel like it, I've gone too much to the other extreme where the other I'm like, extreme. yeah. <laughs> literally, where I'm like, I don't want to go to the movies with someone because I'm like, it's just not my routine. <laughs> like, like right. things that I'm like, now I have to do that. Why are you doing things this way? Like, I feel like I've gotten so independent about. things like that that it's like almost an issue where i don't know how to even like talk to another person in that way so i was saying this the other day i'm like i don't even know what like a crush feels like like my brain just isn't (sighs) thinking that way anymore and it's not great it's not great yeah i don't want to be like this forever but i do feel like it has made me um Like, very strong and independent. Yeah, yeah. I think, like... <coughs> I think it's... I think it's important to... To, like, when you're ready, you know, uh, then be like... And then if the question is, like, then what are you ready for? Like, there was that time where I wasn't ready for a relationship, but I was ready to, like, work on kind of the feelings I had with my own body and the feelings I had around sex. And I was like, that's my focus, I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to be transparent about it. And, you know, that I'll focus on that until I feel good about that. And I'm ready to focus on something else, you know? So like you can, if you're feeling really independent, which is great. Then the question is like, do you think you're ready for a relationship or do you think you're ready for fun? Like maybe it isn't going to go from zero to serious. Like if. Yeah. And that's the issue is that I do in my head want, yeah that like i'm like i, I want to be where it is like three years in <laughs> yeah but i know that that's not like it's probably so fun the other parts but i just can see the like scary parts yeah i because i think and i could be wrong chris but i think the parts that like scare you the most is kind of being like vulnerable like uh, emotionally vulnerable and yeah and physically yeah. vulnerable the whole night right and that you know primarily is like at the beginning but i think that like for myself too this is another thing right i used to be like i want a guy who's open but i was literally the opposite of open i would be like (laughs) oh same i'm like i realize that the things that i say i'm like well that's not 
that's what I'm saying that I'm like, I have to get better at that where I'm like, I need to be like, even just being better about being like, you know, more vulnerable. I used to hold a lot in and be like, it isn't until one night we stay up till 7 a.m. And I'm like bawling in his arms for hours. And I'm like, <laughs> or I could like re I could like say the things, whatever's happening in a way that's like I'm communicating. And then one day if we get more in depth, like great. Or if something happens that I'm opening up, great. But I need to like not make it as precious, not make it as scary. Be like, this yeah. is my truth. Like even right now, I I had a lot of stress about dating when I'm having issues with my family. Because I was like, oh, great. That's a really great sign. Like I, you know, if a guy's like, oh, I'm not speaking with my family, I'd be like, uh-oh. But now I'm like, okay, but what am I going to make it? Like, you know, unfortunately right now I'm not really getting along with my parents. Um but I am doing like much better because of it. And I have a great relationship with my sister yeah. or something. I don't think I would ever think that way. I mean, I know a lot of people who don't have good relationships with their parents or their families. And I never think that it's their doing, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. I think it had to do with my own shame. Like I had shame in it. That was like one of my issues. Like I had guilt and shame with the idea yeah. that like I so then I projected that on other people. Right. And so now that I'm in it, it's like I'm obviously coming from a more compassionate place. And also, yeah, yeah speaking about it in a way that, you know, is truth and I can share as much or as little as I want, but not making it this like I used to like when I had an eating disorder and I felt like I was like a basket case, I'd be like, ha I'm just a girl with a ton of baggage. Like, can't wait to throw that on the table. Like, bah. and yeah. now I'm like, I don't know why I made it. But, you know, I think. But that's part of like growing and yeah, right. maturing and learning how to deal with all of that. And I don't yes. think you give yourself enough credit in Thank you, Chris. the way that you do deal with things. Like, I think especially with the family stuff, like. A yeah. lot of people would not deal with it as gracefully or as like maturely as you would. I know Thank I definitely you. would not. So like, I think you need to kind of just be m proud of yourself for how yes. gracefully you are handling a situation that you shouldn't have to. And it was like uh, just a shitty cards dealt. But like, right. and I think that's also important. Like, it's not your fault. And I think you have gotten to a spot of like knowing yeah. that it's just the way it happens sometimes right but like but that's but that's cool right even talking about that being like oh it won't be too hard to be vulnerable because i'm okay with every part of me yeah you know and i think <clears throat> i think like sometimes i really think when i'm in situations where i'm like gonna have a panic attack i'm like yeah. at the end of this day I will still be alive. Like the worst thing that can happen in any moment is somebody's going to come in and shoot me. And I really do think that way. Cause I'm like, <laughs> as long as that doesn't happen, it'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> yeah. So like I try to try to like talk myself down off the ledge, but the issue yeah, that I have is I just don't put myself in situations to even be vulnerable anymore. Yeah. We're growing. We're expanding. We're we're expanding exactly we're like redefining ourselves i mean this is what growing up is this has to be what it is like i think it's just coming to terms with certain things and accepting parts of yourself and you know 
Yeah. It's really a it's a beautiful thing. Um and I think and a lot of people easy. deal with it in the way of like staying with their high school yeah. uh whatever, being unhappy in a marriage, like doing things and so I don't the grass is always greener cuz when I talk to people I'm like your shit's all together and you find out like their shit's not together at all. They're no. just like even less vulnerable than we are. Right. Yeah. So everyone's just struggling, honestly, is what I've learned. Everyone's struggling in different ways. And, you know, there's a part that you can just like submit to it, right? Like submit to which is like kind of what I feel like I'm doing with the bangs, but also just with like not dating. Like I'm fully just focusing on myself and I'm like I'm submitting to like my emotions, my feelings and the healing that I want to do and then I'll figure out what comes next. Yeah. And you will. And I will. And who knows? It could be just around the river bend. Pocahontas. Um, I saw this Kristen Stewart movie. What Kristen? <gasps> the Diana one? Yeah. Shut your face. How was it's it? Out. Is it Oscar? Oh, I don't know. I like I talk think, about movies. I don't know. I think that she very well could win an Oscar. Yes. Wow. So the movie itself, I didn't realize was like fiction. Like it's oh. not like it's not like the story of Princess Diana. It's like okay. only takes place over three days at Christmas time. And oh my god. Prince, it's like Princess Diana is at the like castle in um, Scotland that they go to for holidays, okay. <clears throat> but it's like she's miserable. So it's basically just like how much she hates her fucking life, uh, okay. and she's kind of like losing touch with reality because she's so miserable and whatever. So it's very good, and wow, Kristen Stewart is like unrecognizable. Like she's so good. Wow. And the clothes tell like a really, uh, her clothes are like a huge part of the story because <gasps> it's like the only woman that she like trusts or is a friend with is her dresser because they have, each of them has someone that like comes to their room and it's like a rack of clothes and it's like labeled like Christmas breakfast, Christmas lunch, Christmas dinner, wow. Christmas drinks, Christmas whatever. And they're like supposed to, stick to and this is and i guess this is also a real thing but um when they get to the castle in scotland they get weighed and they're supposed to like gain three pounds before they leave is like their tradition but princess diana also had an eating disorder and was like severely bulimic and so it's like she's struggling with that and then her husband like had an affair and gave his mistress the same gift he gave her and she's supposed to just like be sucking it all up and pretending and so then but anyway she like will act out by switching the christmas day and the christmas night dresses and things like that but and they're all like what are we doing about diana because she's fucking losing it and like it looks terrible and she's just like i just want to fucking like go back to my life i'd hate this (laughs) um but yeah she's really good but i think 
Jennifer Hudson could be nominated too. What am I going to do? Wow. And Lady Gaga could be nominated. It could be a real circus of singers at the Oscars. You know what no, I I'm mean? I'm just saying. I, I, and I hear you. I um, that's you know, if every listen, have you, there is something on Netflix called like Diana the Musical or something like that. <laughs> yes. It, it's okay. on broad it's a Broadway show, I think. I know. And and they recorded it, I guess, and put it on Netflix. And I will say get high and watch it. Time of your life. Is it good? It's like you know, it's pretty bad at the beginning where you're like, is this an opera? Because there's never any speaking, it's only singing, as well as it's it just feels very soapy and opera-y at the beginning. But then at the end, there were some there were some numbers I said, okay, now I see you. Now I feel like we're really, we're getting into the groove. You know what I mean? Would I see it live? I would not. Thank you for asking. Will I watch it again high on Netflix? That I can't be so sure. I can't um, be so sure. Wait, speaking of, did you see about the Wicked movie casting? <gasps> I know. I'm I'm pretty I feel like Ariana Grande will do great as Glinda. I think Cynthia Erivo as Alphaba is like my absolute Iconic. wet dream. Like Iconic. She can sing like no other, especially in like that like it's going to be just so good. Um, yeah, I think I, like I don't even know if Ariana would have wanted Alphaba cuz like kind of who wouldn't? But I think it was just a really great idea with casting because I I really think that you need somebody who can, I mean, belt sing like house. an belt, feel the pain, like really just yeah. fucking carry it. And then Glinda gets to be a really fun part, but is more comedic. And so I do feel like and, and then also you get a name from it. So I just feel like that was such yeah. a good move so that. And Cynthia you know, Revo is like, yeah, like in movies now but also a tony award winner and is amazing like right and has those that is her background is theater like right. it's gonna be fantastic just so good. i but just don't I, know in another world if like her name like she's not a household name she will yeah. be she, yeah but, she's on the way but she's not right. there yeah and so i think that like partnering like having Ariana be is like the perfect way to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll send you some Cynthia Revo links. <gasps> like, send me links. When I tell you that she is the best singer I've ever heard in my life, oh, I, me I mean that. And I because I went to the Color Purple because Jennifer Hudson was in uh, it, of course. And Jennifer, like, I live for Jennifer Hudson. And then I was like, wait, Jennifer Hudson is not the lead. And the like, the big song is not Jennifer Hudson, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And let me tell you, I came for Jennifer Hudson. I stayed for Cynthia Erivo. Absolutely. I saw it twice in two weeks, and like, <gasps> because me and my roommate at the time got tickets for each other for Christmas. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> And then we were like, okay, we'll go for the first time. Because yeah. the tickets I got were worse, I think. Oh. And we were like, we'll go for the first <laughs> time, which was my tickets. And if it's 
amazing then we'll go and see it from the amazing tickets that my roommate got in like the second row and if it's uh bad we'll sell the tickets and see something else the second time and so it was so good we saw it the second time in like second row center and when i tell you that i fully was weeping like weeping when cynthia revo oh the color purple that's that's a sad one Oh, and it's like, so it's. I'll send you her singing. I'm here. It's like, you're gonna sob. I'm gonna sob. I'm gonna have goosebumps. It's gonna be a lot, especially if Broadway singers are able to sob and sing at the same time, which is always stunning to me. Jesse, this woman is like, it was next level. Like I can't. Oh God, I think it's gonna be so good. I do feel for. I saw some tweets and TikToks from like the actresses who had been auditioning for the roles of Glinda for like yeah. three months. <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, we're actually going with Ariana Grande. Yeah. <clears throat> that always feels nice. That's, I mean, that is a bummer, but, but it's the world we live in. It's the world we live in. It's yeah. Maybe though. I don't know. You know, that's, it's always sad to think about that. Yeah. But I, Cynthia Revo as Alphaba is literally if someone was like, what is the one thing, like if you could see one person play a role on Broadway, what would it be? I wow. really think it would be that. <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait. When does that come out? Probably I don't know. two years or something. Not soon enough. Not soon enough. That's that's pretty haunting. I, I love that. My um, Did I tell you I booked a flight to London? I booked a no. trip. I'm going to London by myself for the when? holidays. Wow. Um, when are you leaving? December 13th. How long are you staying? And then I fly back on Christmas. Wow. What are you, yeah. what are you doing? Well, there? I'm lucky because I'm exploring and I guess living my best life. I have a friend who lives there, so I'm staying with her for a little bit. And then, um, you know, I, what am I doing? I think I'm just living my best life. Like, I think I'm just... Good for you. Yeah, living in the moment, like, going... I'm just, like, being cultured and, like, I haven't traveled and, like, I just want to live. I mean, that's... I've actually been thinking about doing a solo trip as well. Ah! Yeah, I feel like that was something, if you had asked me two years ago, I'd be like, oh, my God, I could never. It was, like, my biggest fear. And now I'm like, I got to do it. Yeah, I think you should. I think it'll be so fun. Yeah, I, I did and, it. I mean, I booked it. And I it. think you're going to thrive. I'm going to thrive. I'm going to make it fashion and fun. I am yeah. like, how am I going to style my bangs when none of my electronics will work? And that's just something we'll figure out there. Okay. Your electro- what, why won't your electronics work? Well, you know how they have different plugs over there? Yeah. You buy an I, adapter. I you buy an, Everybody knows that you just buy an adapter. But I yeah. just... So I maybe but I'll. They're I'll like fi- they're like yeah. eight dollars. Eight dollars. It's not a big deal. I don't know why. <laughs> why you thought it would be such a big deal? It's really not a big deal. I don't know why we're still talking about it. That's how not like a big I didn't deal even. I didn't even. When I went to Scotland, I it was blink. just like, hey, do you have an adapter? And I just used it. Perfect. Well, when you put it that way, it does feel like it's a very simple solution. So I am um, happy. Yeah. I love that you're eat pray loving. 
I am. I'm literally eat, pray, loving. And I think I'm going to buy so much fashion. I think. I know me. Oh, and oh, you'll go go to like um, Essex. Oh, my. I have to go to Essex. <laughs> I'm literally writing it down because I didn't even. <gasps> you I'm going to go to the shop. shop. I'm going to go to all the fucking <laughs> shops. <gasps> I'm dead. Oh, my You're God. Gonna... That's so funny. Yeah, you have to. You're going to love the go. shops. Yeah, of course I will. <laughs> um, um, that's so funny. I yeah, was I'm thinking. I was thinking of going to Paris because my friend lives there. Uh, and so, she, and she was like, are you going to visit? Like whatever. And I have to go. I'm going to like Spain, I think in June. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to be in like Spain in June. So I'll go while like, I'll stop wow. on the way. And, Cause okay. it's so cheap to fly from like country to country there. Yeah. Um, but then she was like, well, my visa is actually up in May, so I'm not sure I'll be here still. And so I was like, maybe I'll go on a little solo trip. I think you gotta. Because I was going to do a solo gotta. trip to Alaska, but I kind of <sighs> want to do that like in the fall. Right. Which is like now, but I would want to go. Like, I want to go when I can properly plan yeah. excursions and stuff. That is so cool. Because I want to like be able to like go on a fucking glacier tour and shit like that. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, you got to do that. A glacier tour. I heard Alaska is like beautiful in the summer when it like. Yeah, it is, I think. But I want to go like at the end of summer. Yeah. Okay. But their summer is also much shorter. Um, Honestly, the reason I want to go then is because bears are going into hibernation like around now, and I want to see bears. You and bears. Uh, I don't understand it fully, <laughs> but it is like it's really you love a bear. It's bears. I want to see a moose so fucking bad, a moose in real life. Wow. Like, I want to see salmon swimming upstream. I want to, like, I really. You gotta. Gotta. But if you go at the end of the fall when it's like getting colder, then there's not bugs. Oh, ding, ding, ding. I'm in. I don't like bugs. Because I think the bugs can be so bad in the summer that it's like unbearable. Ew. That's what someone told me about Australia. Because I was like, oh, I want to go to Australia. And they were like, the bugs are big and gross. And I said, forget it. I'm not coming. Yeah. Can I tell you? I just, for whatever reason, have not the slightest urge to go to Australia. You know, I did until I found out about the bugs. Now, I like Australia for several reasons. Reason number one, one time I did work for an Australian company and everyone there was fashionable and really nice. So I was like, well, mm. that seems like a good, you know, some good, some good, yeah. you know, stat. Juju. Juju. I love the accent. And that's all I had. The flight, I was like, ooh, that sounds rough to me. That's a long time flying. I don't like to fly that long, famously. Um, no. So that part I didn't love. And then the time difference looks also very difficult, as well as the fact of New Zealand, though. But I don't know, Chris. I think you have to go for at least two weeks just for the, like, adjustment alone. Yeah, I think... Yeah, 
it's a 24 hour flight is just yeah i i couldn't i really couldn't i I don't don't think think. i could first of all like the idea that you have to eat that much plain food is like forget it i'll starve and then you have to pretend to sleep oh if it was first class maybe yes oh my gosh (laughs) if it was first class and like one of those things that like where i can lay down yes then yes, but I can't Honestly, be sitting in a seat for 24 no. hours like that. I'm petrified for my London trip because I did book, you know, some would say I went with a good price. It was a good price, but then it said for $270, you can pick your seat. And I said, well, I'm not going to pay $270. Wow, but then I'm like, that's a huge charge for picking your seat. I know. So I was like, how no. Much, and how I, much was the flight, if you don't mind my 500 asking. Yeah, that Isn't sounds that insane? about right round trip that's so cheap oh round trip it's the cheapest yeah it's because i'm cheap. flying back on christmas but regardless i'm like okay i'm i'm jumping at this deal but then 270 to pick your seat i said no but then i went oh my god i'm definitely going to be in the middle <laughs> but i feel like uh, when you get closer yeah they might send you the like uh for this much you can upgrade and pick your flight and it might be a little less yeah. Can I be honest? When I went to Scotland, I totally did that because it feels like you're yeah. spending less money. So that okay. <laughs> when I was yeah. like about to fly back, and it was like for ninety nine dollars, you can yeah. upgrade to economy comfort, have this <gasps> whole row to yourself because there was no other seats, uh, or no other people in the thing. Like and five more inches leg room, and I was like, you know what? For a hundred bucks, I'm fucking yeah. doing it. But at the time, it was a, such a difference between like six fifty and five fifty that I was like, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, so I got I got to figure that out just because when I came back from Colorado, I was in the middle seat and I did find my life miserable. Like I was like, "Ooh, yeah. I hate this." I was between a man who just didn't care about me, I yeah. would say, and so he was man spreading so much he kept changing my channel because he was his arm was on my armrest and I had to literally keep being like, "Hi, so I you keep changing what I'm watching and also get off of my my like it was just I really thought I was going to snap. So I'm nervous about London, but also what if I meet my husband on board? So there's that. Yeah. I mean, you very well could. I, I had definitely a, could. On my flight to Scotland on the way there, yeah. I was sitting next to like this very handsome Italian man <gasps> and we didn't talk until like the last 30 minutes of the flight the flight attendant was like talking to both of us and then he started talking to me and we like talked for like the remaining of the flight and then we like got off the flight and he was like well have a nice like it was very nice um and we both had layovers and i kind of had the feeling because he was like i think i'm gonna get a drink before (gasps) my next flight and i was like yeah cool okay (laughs) i'll see you later um but in retrospect i should have because i think he lived in new york because he said he was going to visit his family and and he was like italian italian like i love that yeah next time i mean feel it feel it out because if you want to you definitely could but if you don't then it's like forget but i'm also like that's the kind of shit that i want to do more like get a drink with this random italian man with no thought that it's you know i'm like who cares 
if we ever see each other again. We're just yeah, getting drinks. Certainly the feel in an airport. Everyone's kind of like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But that's, when I flew to Vegas both ways, I was in the middle and it was a nightmare. Yeah. So I'm scared for myself. So I'll figure that out. I'll decide how much more I'm willing to spend because I also have to check a bag. I'm already like, wait, my flight's going to be way more than I thought, but it's fine. It always is. I'm always, always like, wow, is. the flight's only $500. And then I'm like, how did I spend $800 additionally? Yeah, I, right. So excited for that. Excited, But you know what? I am excited for that. I think it's going to be really fun. I have a lot of friends in London, too. Okay. Wow. I'll set That's you up. Fun. Yeah. Se- Wait, set me the fuck up. I actually have a gay friend that lives in London who's so sweet and nice. And okay, you'd great. probably have so much fun with. Okay, perfect. Done. But anyway, I what are you that. up to uh, this week? This week? Um, this week. Anything? This. <laughs> Bueller. Oh, Bueller. What do I have this week? Oh, I think I am going to sell some of my... I'm, I've decided I like went through my coats and I was like a bunch of these aren't me anymore. So I'm going to get some of those. Hopefully I can sell them at Buffalo Exchange or they might laugh me out of there and that's fine. I can handle what it. What a terrifying experience. It is terrifying and it's yeah. so sad and hurtful. The last time I, I did it, <laughs> I was like, I'll watch, which is psychotic to say, but I did want to do that. And one guy was like, these are cool. And then the, the woman was like, mm, uh and i was like thank you dude like that guy was like i felt like he was trying to fight for me he's like i think they're cool i'm like they're very cool those pants are great um (laughs) they just don't fit me anymore but that you know and so sometimes i won and sometimes i didn't yeah i need to do some oh my god can i tell you something i forgot to tell you this story so And I feel weird saying it in my apartment, but whatever. Um, but remember how I said that I thought that my apartment was haunted? Yes. And so, like, the other day, my roommate was here and had a overnight guest. And he left at, like, four in the morning. And I was in my room asleep with the door shut. And she like, opened the door to say goodbye to him. And my door opened all the way. And so then Hila was like, oh, sorry, I woke up your roommate. And she was like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. And then she came into my room and I was just like dead asleep in my bed. And then she had her brother was here visiting and I wasn't here. And we had like we have this like white tree thing. And it she said out of nowhere fell and knocked over the um, our shelf thing. And then our shelf knocked over a bong and broke it. Um, out of nowhere and i'm like i feel like the ghost doesn't like when you have men here (laughs) like it's like and then the other day i'm coming home and i'm walking into the apartment and there's like this guy in the hall and he's like oh there's so many packages and i was like oh yeah and he was probably like in his 60s and i was like oh yeah and he was like we were just talking about how the packages are ridiculous like you do with your neighbor and then uh he was like yeah sometimes your packages come down all the way down to my apartment so i bring them down for you and i was like oh that's so nice thank you and he was like 
how are you liking the apartment so far? And I was like, oh, good, whatever. He's like, when did you move in? And I was like, you know, like in June. And he was like, yeah, it's a great apartment. Um, he's like, my dad actually lived there for a long time. And I was like, oh, crazy. He's like, yeah, he actually died there. We found him in the hall. Uh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Who says, like, yeah, he actually died there? He goes, yeah, he actually died there. We found him in the hall. We don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> we think it was like a brain aneurysm or something. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you around. Um, I'll tell him you say hey. <laughs> And then my, I walked into my room and I was like, did he just say somebody died in our hallway? Yeah, what? And I was like, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, pretty confidently. But weirdly, I'm like, well, that makes me feel better that it's like. Yeah, his dad. That's yeah. Nice. and uh, But also I'm like, his family still lives in the apartment next door. Of course he's still here. Yeah. I mean, that's. I. And he's probably like, oh, I like my own space. You know, I as much as I love to be with them, I still like having my own space, which is, you know, there are two people still living there, but it's my own space. You know, like, I feel like he just like drops in to check he on just them drops in. and like to make sure that the apartment's OK. Yeah, but- I was just watching that show on Netflix called. Um, well, I don't remember what it's called. Surviving Death. And oh boy, it there was a bunch about mediums and um ghosts or go like ghost hunters, and I just was like, you know what? I really do believe that some people stay around. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, some people are just like I'm gonna like, especially I think if there's like a loved one i think that they just check on them and my sister-in-law my <gasps> sister-in-law's aunt has like an insanely haunted house and like her Ugh. it's her aunt and her uncle and then they have two kids who are like okay. 7 or like 9 i think and 15 and the whole family is so sweet but i she was like oh those are the ones with the haunted and like to the point that they bought this big house that yeah. was cheaper than it should have been because yeah. it was like notorious for these things. Um, and things like coming home and every drawer is was, open. was out on the ground. Oh, out. And every okay. cabinet is open. Every stool is up like side down on the table. Like, like crazy shit. Like, um, they have, you know, those like doors, like closet doors that um accordion yeah they came okay. home and it was like all the accordion closet doors were bashed through from the inside okay and they would just be like oh it was probably the dog <laughs> like things that like and now oh, they, they just no they now they're just like they do now and they're like okay. well we live with it <laughs> And the kid that's like nine is the funniest kid I've ever met in my life. Like, yeah, I saw him two weeks ago and my dad was like, oh, you know, Chris is a comedian. And he was like, 
what do you like write a pilot about your own problems? And I was like, how do you know that? Yeah. Snarky. <laughs> um, Snarky. But in, yeah, he's whatever. And apparently he like talks to the ghosts all the time. <laughs> how? That's my thing. I'm like, if you live in a house with ghosts, like either a, you have to become friends with the ghosts and, or I mean, right. Because like, you yeah. can't pretend they're not there. I think that makes them more angry. Um, like I, I would think in a good in a good relationship, <laughs> you'd be like, "Hey, could you guys not do that thing you do with the closets and the cabinets?" Just because I'm having a guest or something, you know? Like, what are I don't? And I, maybe I'd be a pushover as a homeowner with ghosts. Some would say definitely. I don't know yeah. how I could handle it in a way that's like I have a boundary. You know, that's like, "Hey, got hey." Who 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 bashed in my closet door? Show yourself. Well, that I'm just <laughs> very like. Please don't do that. Yeah, please like, don't. I don't have anywhere else to go right now. Yeah. Would you help them? Like a part of me is like I'd be like, okay, is there, like is there some way I can help you? Like how can we communicate? Yeah, is but that, sometimes is that I feel like they're like just checking in okay yeah and i what i wouldn't want to do is like you know go on a mission that maybe i'm not even ready to take like i don't i don't want to mm -hmm. say something and then they're like yes can you go to minnesota and i'm like "Ooh, okay wait a sec <laughs> flights are <laughs> a lot as well as it is the holidays could we do this in january yeah. or is this like an like immediate you can thing? probably get there faster than me yeah could i call like you could <laughs> get on a flight number? for free yeah i mean can you yeah fly through space or is this teleporting regardless i'm obsessed with it for you i love it yeah. for you but yeah i don't know how to do that so but i would help i think i would be helpful to a ghost i i i know for a fact after watching a majority of that show i said i'm scared i would be scared a lot i think i would need someone there holding my hand being like it's fine they can't hurt us Although mm -hmm. sometimes, uh, although I think they can, yeah, I do think they can though. So that's the other question, and then the follow up is how can I, how can we, how can we have this ghost haunting come from a place of, you know, checking on someone in love and not anger? I want to, I want to shift that. And the question Agreed. is how. I watched a documentary yesterday about a guy what? who escaped prison more than anyone else in the like world. Oh. And it was like, he was so talented. At one point, he wow. shipped himself out of the prison like on a pallet with a bunch of stuff that they have to ship out. And he made himself like a little spot in it with a breathing oh. tube. And oh he like... God got himself shipped to whatever facility it goes to that's not in the prison and then like just walked out of the prison and then like 10 minutes after getting out gets stopped by a police officer no. who is like we're looking for this prison escapee he matches and the guy is so charismatic and stuff he just talks his way into going without showing his ID or anything wow. and the cop lets him go um it was crazy. It was really good. What's it called? It's on Discovery Plus. It's called the. Oh, I don't know if I have that. Escape. 
I think I logged into it on your TV, so it's oh my god, thank you, Discovery Plus. It's called what is it called? I think it's called like the Escape Escape. Artist or something like that. Escape Artist. That makes sense. And it's it was really insane the shit that he was able to do. He escaped prison like seven times. Wow. And then like after the third time, they're like he would have been out if he had just. Oh dear, that's very sad. Waited waited they're like the reason he's in maximum security is because he like he escapes escapes all the wow. time Wow! he like That's took out cool. a cinder block in the wall by chipping the mortar between the bricks Listen, and then got they... in the wall but then once he oh. was in the wall there was no way out of the wall Oy. so he got like caught in the wall Ugh. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think that through. I think that sometimes people who go to jail are people who are bored and can kind of like outsmart certain systems and don't like follow rules. Like yeah. I'm, I think about that all the time, how I'm such a rule follower to the point where like I want to be I want to ask more questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Oh, there was this documentary that I saw. Or it's not a documentary. It was like a show where essentially these people there are all these actors and then these people come in and they're like we're gonna see if we can make chris push somebody off a building and like they you i told you about this no i think i've heard of it though it's very cool and i was like damn i think i think this would be me i think some of it i would be like wait a sec like what but some of it i'd be like oh my god i mean just when people are like, it's fine, just do it. I'm like, oh, I don't. like, uh, that's why when people rush me with anything, I'm like, no, stop. I want to <laughs> know all the details now, you know? <laughs> it gets so no, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I would hope I'd like to think that I wouldn't push me someone too. off a bridge. Me but too. Who knows? I, I'd like to think I wouldn't as well. But, you know, sometimes it's like, I don't know. I I try not to like you just people there are tactics to make people and I just think that sometimes like uh, you know when people yell at me to do something I'm like just stop yelling. You know, yeah. that's my first thing is like stop yelling. But what I should say is stop yelling and stop rushing me. And what do you want to have happen? Like no. Amen. Amen. Cheers to that. Amen. All right, guys. Well, wow. this was a beautiful chat. This was a beautiful chat. Thank you for letting us have this. This was so lovely, guys. And you know mm. what? Hmm. We love you so much. Yeah. And we do. if you love us and you want to hear more, go to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash middle children. Join the Facebook group, Stuck in the Middle. And until next time, live every day like you're what? The oldest. We love you. Bye. Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. <laughs>